0: By the blood we've been redeemed. Every drip, drop,
1: drop, drip
0: of the blood has set us free. Hallelujah! 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 Glory be to God. As it has filled this sanctuary. He's all in this place. His spirit, his presence, his holiness, his love, his goodness, his peace. God manifests himself sometimes. If you're in the spirit, you can get caught up in the spirit.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And
0: I wish we could just sing, but I guess I gotta preach. Yes, <laughs> Hallelujah. We thank the worship team for ushering us into his presence. Amen. Glory. I, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Amen. We are going to try to preach. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are coming out of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Again, and, and we've been dealing with finding our purpose, destiny, and life in Christ. Hallelujah. Today, I want to deal with living the life we were created to live. Are you living the life you was created to live? That's a powerful question. Hallelujah. Today, I, I pray to shift some paradigms. I pray to shift some thinking. I pray to set you on course to get you beginning to chase after Christ so that he can help you begin to live the life, listen, that you was created to live. Hallelujah. Let's read our text. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, Recreated, reborn again in Christ Jesus, born anew in our spirit that we may do those good works. That's, that's live out the good works, which God predestined. He, he preplanned for you. He had a journey for you. When he thought of you before he started in Genesis, he already laid out what he had for you. He created a life for you, a path for you, things that he wanted to do through you. Listen, for us taking paths, you got your own personal path to take. Hallelujah. You can't be like nobody else. Hallelujah. You got your own personal path to take. Hallelujah, that's something to shout about. Amen, that we shall walk in them what? The things that God has prepared for you. (laughs) Living the good life, which he prearranged. Listen, he even prearranged your victory. He prearranged the things that he had for you. Hallelujah. Listen, hang in there. Even if it's not going good right now, trust God that your victory is at hand. Hallelujah and made ready for us to live. Amen, let us pray. Father, even now, thank you for your presence. Thank you for being here right now. I pray, oh Lord, that you touch my lips, you touch my tongue, you touch my thinking, allow me to to always say those things that you want me to say. Lord, increase the anointing that it may cut through all the static, all the noise that is going on in people's hearts and minds. Lord, arrest them that they may hear what you have to say to them. Lord, let it not be church as usual. Let it not be a message as usual. Lord, you speak. Let them hear you. Let them be encountered by you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. I hate to say this, but I got to say it. Most Christians, even Christians, never really begin to live the life that we were created to live. Part of it is we got the wrong paradigm. We got the wrong perspective. We approach God as though he's our genie in a bottle. And what we want him to do is we want him to bless us as we do what we want to do. We make God our servant instead of realizing that we are his servant. Listen, listen, we have bought the same lie that Adam and Eve bought, that Satan told them that God was holding out on them. And a lot of the times we approach God, we approach life as though God is holding out on us. So we have to go about and make it ourselves, do it ourselves, plan it ourselves. And then we get mad when our plans don't work. The truth of the matter is you don't know what you need. I don't know what I need. The truth of the matter is I don't know all the details about the why he created us and and, and what is before me. But I am learning in my journey. We are learning that, that when we surrender to his will, that God has a path, he has a journey, he has a destiny, he has purposes with your name on it. And yes, it's for his glory, but it's for your good. It's for your good. I am reminded of in the 15th century, Michelangelo during the Renaissance time. He was a painter. He was a sculptor. And he was commissioned to paint the statue of David. It started off with a marble block. They're going to show a marble block. He got this marble block and and, and, and he, he positioned it. It's, the statue was 17 feet high. And everybody else saw just the marble block. But Michelangelo already saw the statue. Listen, people may not see who you are. They may not know who you are in your spirit. You may not see it, but God already sees what and who he has made you to be. In Michelangelo thinking, he had to chip away the stuff that wasn't necessary in order to get to what was within. In his mind, David's statue was already in that block of marble. It was already there, it was just hidden by the rest of the stuff that wasn't so supposed to be there. Listen, who you really are many times is hidden behind the stuff that shouldn't be there. Satan has planted situations and things. There's hurts and pains. There's there's things we've been taught. There's wrong thinking. And they are getting in the way of what God has placed in you. And God has to use his gentle hands, his marvelous hands, his loving hands to chip away all the stuff that shouldn't be there. Somebody asked me, they they said, well, why is it that I go through the trouble that I go through? Why is it that life is hard? Many times what God is doing with you and I, he is chipping away at the stuff, at the attitudes, at the thinking, at the stuff that shouldn't be there because our perspective is wrong. When we have a wrong perspective, we won't let God do what he want to do. Yes, God is sovereign, but God won't work on you outside of your will. You have to be able to say, yes, Lord. You've got to be able to say, I trust you, Lord. Faith got to kick in so that God can take you to the next level. I want to tell somebody that there is a next level. There's a higher level in your Christian walk. You keep on climbing higher. God has more for you. God wants to do more through you. God wants to teach you more. The, The presence of Christ has to come on you. It's Christ in you coming out of you. That is what your purpose is about. That is what is really going on in your life. It's not the task that you do. It's your life he wants. Hallelujah. Isaiah 55, 8 and 11 says, My thoughts are not your thoughts. Nor are your ways my ways. Did you know that our thoughts can get in the way of what God wants to do? Our way gets in the way of what God wants to do. And if we insist, I'm not talking about non-believers, I'm talking about believers. I'm talking about his children. Sometimes our stubbornness, not sometimes, all the time, is is stopping God, is impeding God, is stopping God from having his way because we insist on having it our way. Listen, God is not your Burger King. (laughs) It's his way or no way. And and, and some of the reason why we're not walking in more of him, more anointing, more power, more more seeing God at work in our life, seeing God blessed is because we keep on getting in his way. Read on what he says. In 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 Isaiah, he says, he says, declare the Lord, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours. He said, you can't figure me out. You can't think me out. You can't outsmart me. He said, even on your best day, you can't handle this. Hallelujah. He says, he says, he said, you need to let go of the steering wheel and let me take control. He said, then my word that I will place in you, he said, it's like rain. It's like the snow that comes down and wet the land. He said, in your spirit is spiritual seeds that have yet to germinate. He said, but my word, if you put faith in my word, if you read my word, if you listen to my word and don't take my word as though it's nothing, but you hide it in your heart, it was water those spiritual seas, and something's going to go pop. Sooner or later, so help me out with that. Sooner or later, something's going to go pop. Listen, the fruit don't come up right away. Germination takes place. Is God working on you? Are you allowing God to have his way with you? Listen, listen, every day we ought to be surrendering to his will. Every day we ought to say, use me, Lord. Sometimes God got to get rid of our nasty attitudes. He got to get rid of our stubbornness. He got to get rid of of us being us because you are not who you think you are. Many times we have adopted this attitude that this is me. You don't know you yet. You don't know the real you because the real you is in your spirit. It's not in your flesh. And, and And the very things that we use as our signature that this is me is the very thing that God wants to erase. Hallelujah. See, I'm not just talking you, I'm talking to me. God recently showed me. He said, Tracy, some of the things you've been through, he said, I had to break that determination that you have. because that determination many times was working and I couldn't break you. So all these years I've been I've been trying to tell you I've been trying to break you because you thought your strength was in your strength, but your strength is in your weakness. <laughs> oh what a lesson. Oh how how it messed me up. But the relief of of knowing that I don't have to be strong in my own strength, the relief of knowing that he got me, the relief that in my weakness, his strength is made perfect, the relief of knowing that God said I I work best when you are falling apart. The relief of knowing I don't have to hold myself together. He promised me He will hold me together. The relief of knowing that I don't have to gird up because God got me all wrapped up. The relief, the relief of knowing it's all Him. It's all Him. I know I'm speaking to somebody. God is saying, Is you too strong for your own good? God is saying that that you think you got it. He said, I don't need what you bring to the table. God's table is full. He wants you to sit down and eat and enjoy what he got for you. I'm talking about living the life that you've been created to live. But before you can live the life that you've been created to live, he has to become are all in all, and the more you yield to him, the more he gives to you because he can't trust you till you're yielded. Hallelujah. I know I'm I know I'm telling the truth. Look at Romans chapter five. Romans chapter five. It says, it says in this verse, it says in this verse, it says, therefore, since we are justified, acquitted declared righteous. Listen, what this means is God does not want you to add your stuff to what he has already done. He don't want you to add your righteousness because of myself and of yourself, we have no righteousness. Jesus did it all. It was the blood who set us free. It was the blood that make us declare righteous. He said, and is given right standing with God. If you are in Christ Jesus, you are in right standing. You are in right position. He already approves you. You don't have to work for his approval. You're his child. He loves you. He wants you to receive what he has already done. He did for us what we could not do for ourselves. Hallelujah. He said it's through faith, not through works. It's strictly through faith. You can't brag about you. You can't. When we get to heaven, it won't be you say, well, I did this. I didn't know you didn't. Jesus paid it all. He did it all. That's why I don't understand people who don't praise him. I don't understand people who don't have a shout and a hallelujah. Because when you recognize he forgave all your sins, he paid it all simply because he loved you. That's something to shout about. Hallelujah. When you recognize the grace of God, it'll make you cry when it seems like there's nothing to cry about. He'll make you run when you're all by yourself. Because you would begin to say, he's good. He's good. He's so good to me. Hallelujah. Let me read on. He says, he says, let us grasp the fact. He says, this is not easy to wrap your arms around. Because human nature wants to add to what he's done. And what he said, what you need to do is just accept the fact (laughs) that we have this peace with God, that we've been reconciled with him. He said "To, to hold and to enjoy. You hold on to your faith. You hold on to your salvation by your faith. I believe he died for me. I believe he rose for me. I have accepted him. Therefore, I've been washed in the blood, and I know I'm safe. Not based on my don'ts and do's. It's based on I have received what he has done. That's it, period. Can't add to it. Now, i live up my life for him because of what he's done for me. Hallelujah. That type of grace make you want to walk right. That understanding, that type of love make you want to talk right. That type of grace makes you want to give back to him because you recognize how good he's been to you. Amen. So we have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ, our Messiah, the Anointed One. Let's move up a little next verse. Watch this. He says, he says, he says, he says, verse 3, go there with me. No, no, go back to 2. My bad, I'm moving ahead of myself. Go back to 2. It says, through him we also have access, entry, introduced. That means you can come into his presence by your faith. This grace, which is God's favor in which we stand firmly and safely you stand on this thing don't let go of it don't let the devil listen don't let the devil put you on a guilt trip it's under the blood it's under the blood let us rejoice let us exalt in our hope that is in our in our expectation of experiencing and enjoy the glory of God God will visit you God will God will come see about you. You need to rejoice in him. We had a visitation of the Holy Spirit this morning, and it felt good. It was better than any high I ever been in in my life. The Holy Spirit will take you higher. Oh, yes, he will. Next verse, next verse, verse 3. It says... Well, let me go on to verse 3. He says, let us exalt and triumph in trouble. Let us rejoice in in our suffering. You know what he's saying. He's saying, "When, when you're going through something, God is chipping away the extra so he can bring out the image of Christ in you. He wants to show forth his self in you, but he allows trouble to come because he's trying to break us, of us. He has to chip away the stuff that shouldn't be there. Let me ask you, is God chipping away? Hallelujah! Knowing that the pressure and the affliction and the hardship, listen, it produces patience, you know what that means? It means that 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 once you've been through something, and God brings you out of, you recognize that God was with you all the time. You begin to recognize that waiting isn't that bad. That when it seems like that, when God's not doing something, you recognize God is always up to something. Turn, turn to your neighbor and say, "He's up to something." You may not see it, you may not feel it, but God is up to something in my life. God never quits working. He never quits working it out. God is producing something in you because he loves you. You may not feel it, you may not see it, but knowing the character of God, he's working it out. For a favor. Say that with me. He's working it out for my favor. The devil may mean it for bad, but God, my father, your father, means it for good. Hallelujah. Glory. That's shouting news. Hallelujah. He said, He said, He says, unwavering endurance. That's faith. When you can wait, one of the hardest to do is wait on him. But when you know he's going to show up, hallelujah, you wait. Listen, listen, you are fortified in your faith because faith brings, fortified faith develops maturity of character. Let me explain what I'm talking about. When the pressure on, you know how to still hold on. See, some people, they change when pressure comes. They start sneaking and slipping and dipping and dapping and cussing and, and, cuss and oh, they do everything. But, but when you can maintain your character, Oh, hell done broke loose and sickness done came and bills are due. But you know that you know that you know you are his child. And God has brought you out before because he brought you out last time. You know he can bring you out. Now, so you keep praising him. You keep worshiping. You keep on saying, I trust you, Lord. Listen, you don't turn against him. You get in closer to him. That's what faith is all about. He's chipping away at what doesn't need to be there. And when God strengthens your character... When he's stripping your character, he begins to bring joy and you begin to experience what he has for you because he can trust you with the blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I-, I wonder today, do you know that God is working it out? And he has given you everything you need to go through what you're going through. Romans 8 and 26 says that we have the Holy Spirit that bears up in our weakness. If you are saved, the third person of the Trinity is in you. And it says that what he does is where you are weak, he is strong. It says that, that when your weakness, he begins to flow up in the areas of your life where where you need him. Hallelujah. John chapter 736, said, and don't turn to that on the screen, he said that he would be a fountain of rivers, he'd be rivers flowing up in you in areas. That's your power source. That's Where you turn to, I don't care what nobody says. You got power if you are a child of God. You got supernatural power in the Holy Ghost. He will give you everything you need when you need it. And activate your faith. If you let your faith kick in, the Holy Spirit will rise up in you, bear you up, make you strong, make you praise him. In the most inopportune time, that's our God. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? You never should have made it. You should have lost your mind. But God rescued you. It's not that you was all that strong. It's not that you was all that smart. But you know for yourself, nobody, nobody, but Jesus. Nobody but Him made a way. Nobody came to see about you, nobody, 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 nobody. Mm, Yes, Lord. He says, I work all things together. He said, I'm working on your behalf. He said, I got purpose. I love you. And if you're working on my behalf, he said, I will show up right on time. Oh, yes, he will. Yes, he will. There, there's a verse that I want to get to. I uh, was watching the other day this bird in the sky, and it was a hawk, but there were three little birds around it. The hawk was soaring. You could tell that it was a hawk because when you see a hawk, it doesn't look like another bird. <laughs> it's like an eagle. When you an eagle, you know it's an eagle. And this hawk was soaring, and these little birds was flying above it, and they was coming down, picking on it. And I said, that's strange, because if they make a mistake and get where his tokens are, they're hawk meat. But I noticed that they could fly acrobatically and a hawk yeah. could soar. Yeah. And it made me start thinking about eagles. Yeah. Made me start thinking about how eagles handle it when crows are trying to do the same thing. An eagle would just begin to soar up higher. Yeah. Yeah, they said that an eagle can fly up 10 to 15 feet thousand feet up in the air. Now, some of you will read and some things say that eagles are the highest flyers. No, they're not. They're, they're a high flyer, but they're not the highest flyers. They're, 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 they don't even meet the list of the top ten flyers. Uh, the highest flyer is a, is a vulture, a certain type of vulture that can go up to 39,000 feet. There's other birds that fly over the Himalayas, and because they are migrating birds, they can fly up over those mountains and they can fly higher than the eagle. And you know, I was thinking about that and because the eagle is the king bird. I said, "That's that's 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 something that they're not the highest fly." And I know it was the spirit that said this. He said, "Tracy, it's not." about how high you can fly is why you fly high. I said, huh? So why you fly high? He said, the other birds fly high because they are migrating and some of them fly high because they don't want to get caught by an eagle. He said, but an eagle is different from any other bird. It's not only that it flies high, it's why it flies high. I said, Okay, let me go back in my study. Let me remember what I know about eagles. Eagles is the bird that will fly in the storm, not run from the storm. It flies in the storm. They get excited when a storm is coming. And the reason why the eagle get excited when a storm is coming, because a storm has an up current of wind. And the eagle wants the storm to take it higher. Then you hear what I'm talking about? Take it higher. And the reason why the eagle wants to get high, it is, it has a love affair with the sun, that S-U-E-N. See, an eagle loves looking at the sun. It loves getting closer to the sun. It is molting, and that means its feathers are coming out. The eagle lays out on top of the mountain in the sun, and the sun healing power begins to make the eagle okay. I said, the eagle is used as Christians. Matter of fact, God says it in Isaiah 40, 28, 31. He said, have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the earth does not faint or grow weary? He says, he says, there is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faith and weary. Hallelujah. To him who has no might, he and Christian strip. That's me. He's causing to multiply and making it a bath. Hallelujah. Is that you? Listen, he said, I caused them to mount up with the wings of ego. I don't know about you. Are you mounting up right now? You ought to be mounting up. Somebody, I said, I'm spreading my spiritual wings. Lord, take me higher. Let me mount up in the wind. Let me go into the turbulence. Take me higher and higher in you, Lord Jesus. Every Christian ought to get higher. I, I got something I say to, to certain Christians that I know is pressing through. And I say this, I say, I say, let's, I say, I say, dig, dig higher, higher. And what I'm saying is, dig deeper in the Holy Spirit and go higher in Christ. You know how you ought to live your life? Digging deeper in the Spirit, but getting higher in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are called to a high calling. A marvelous calling in Christ Jesus. And you ought to spread your spiritual wings out and let the Holy Spirit take you higher and higher in Christ Jesus. Paul said, I press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. There's always the next level. No matter what level you're at, there's a next level. Your number one responsibility ought to be pressing towards the next level. I'm climbing. I'm pressing to the high calling in Christ Jesus. The ego is looking at the S-U-N. But I'm looking at the S O E. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus, it's Jesus, it's Jesus, it's Jesus, it's Jesus. He died for us, he rose for us, he raised for us. So if he did all that for us, shouldn't we press a little bit higher? Shouldn't we climb a little bit higher? Shouldn't we dig, dig deeper in the spirit? And higher, higher, higher. In Christ Jesus, He's able, He's able to take you higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. And higher. You're an ego, you're not a chicken. Don't let nobody stop your forward motion. Don't let nobody tell you you doing too much. (laughs) Don't let nobody. I hate to say this. I got to say that Folks that's not doing nothing don't want you to do nothing. So when you doing what you supposed to do, they would tell you, you ought not do it. But loving folks and yeah. service folks and letting your life be poured out. God will pour, pour out, will pour in. The more you pour out, he will pour in. The more you pour out, he will pour in joy, peace, strength. The most miserable people are selfish people. But when you give away your life in Christ Jesus, giving it to other people, won't he fill you? Won't he give you joy? Won't he give you life more abundantly? If Jesus gave it all, we ought to give it all and watch him fill your life. Oh, yes, he will. Oh, yes, he will. Trying and see for yourself. His name is Jesus. He's the best thing that could ever happen to you. He died for you. He rose for you. And the more you give, the more you get. You are hindering your own blessing yeah, 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 yeah. by not giving him all. Yeah, I'm all in. When you get all in, thank you, Sister Kim. Yes, he's all in. of fact, he's been all in. Yeah. But he's waiting on you. Yeah. Oh, oh! Oh! He's man. just that good. Oh, oh! It's just that good. You, yes, it is. Yes, you God. need to try him today. Yeah. He says, taste and see. He said, experience me. And the more you want of me, the more I will give. Where are you today? Where are you in alignment to him? His name is Jesus. Ask him to come into your life. Ask him to take over. He is your life. He will show you why he created you. Then he will fill you with a life that is overflowing in him. Oh, yes, he will. Though there's trouble on the outside, there's peace on the inside. Yes, though, Lord. Though you're in a bad situation, he'll give you joy that overflows. Yes, Lord. It's not in the amount of toys you got. It's in how full of Jesus are you. That's what life is really yeah. all about. Thank you, Lord. Let me pray with you, Father, even now, right now, right now. We thank you, we love you, Lord. We praise you. I don't know why you love us so much. I'm just glad yes, that you do. Lord, I've been on both sides of the track, and I would not try my best day out there is in the world for my worst day in Christ Jesus. Because you, Lord, you, Lord, is that good. Lord, you're my best friend. Lord. Lord, you are joy. You are peace. You are... Lord, I pray today that someone come to experience you. If you take them deeper, you take them higher in you, Lord. That they will experience the realness of who you are, not religion, but you, Lord. You, Lord. You, Lord. Touch right now. Move right now. Speak to their hearts. Intervene. Let them have a revelation illumination of you, Jesus. Even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.